This episode is brought to you by Vin Italy International Academy, the toughest Italian wine program. 1,000 candidates have produced 262 Italian wine ambassadors to date. Next courses in Hong Kong, Russia, New York, and Verona. Think you make the cut? Apply now at vinitalyinternational.com. Welcome to another episode of On the Road Edition, hosted by Stevie Kim. Each week, she travels to incredible wine destinations, interviewing some of the Italian wine scene's most interesting personalities, talking about wines, the foods, as well as the incredible travel destinations. Welcome to Italian Wine Podcast on the Road Edition. We've been spending the entire day with Elena of Elena Fucci, of course. And now we'll be tasting two wines. One is, of course, her signature wine. This is what she is all about, which is Titolo. First of all, why is it called Titolo? Titolo is uh, the name of this area where mm-hmm. we live, where we have a cellar and we have, where we have a vigna. The name complete is Contrada Solagna del Titolo, and Solagna in my dialect is under the sun. Okay. Here we are in Barile, 600 meter high on top of the Monte Vulture. The Monte Vulture is high 1,300 meters, and we are highest in the Vulture. And we produce only one wine, Titolo. So what, why did you decide to produce only one wine. In 2000, when I start, I have a single vigna, a single grape. I'm from Basilicata, and Basilicata, the people in the world, they don't know where is Basilicata, what is Monte Vulture, what is Aglianico del Vulture. And I think, okay, it's important to have one vigna, one grape, one wine, and it's possible for me to explain well my region, my my terroir. And uh, I start with only one label. This is the last vintage. Uh, 2019. And is this wine already being sold and the mar- available in the market? Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. It's uh, the last vintage and uh, uh, we start to sell uh, now. Do I? When do you uh, usually release your wine? At what what time of the year? Uh, I start uh, after uh, the after the the guide, the journalist uh, speak about the new vintage mm-hmm. in preview, and after uh, we we start to sell before Christmas usually. So the nineteen is this your typical yeah. wine? Yeah. Typical Titolo? Usually, I describe my wine in the modern but not modernist wine right you love to say that right yes. what is, what does that mean modern because it's my idea of Vellianico and not modernist because I work in respect the terroir and variety the typically center of Aglianico del Vulture are acidity minerality and tannin and uh, usually the people when think of Sud Italy or think of red wine in Sud Italy think of very hot weather very strong red wine but for the Vulture, this not is true because we are in the middle, we are on the mountain, and the Aglianico del Vulture is a, a very elegant wine and not more, uh, not more alcohol and not more uh, extraction, uh, but uh, 
in the middle and on the mountain is most important for me to work with elegance, acidity, minerality. And the typically characteristic are acidity because we are high, minerality because the soil is a volcanic soil and we are on the volcano, the Vulture is our volcano extinct. Yeah. And what about the soil? Are they all similar yes. in terms of the yeah. soil composition? Yes. It's, uh, it's similar, the mm -hmm. soil in the whole. And this is uh, another motive because I decide to making only one, uh, one wine. Mm -hmm because I don't have many different soil in my vineyard. And the soil is a mini stratification, the mini eruption of vulture and ash level lapilli. So you showed me when we were walking in the vineyard, yes. you showed me there was a pot, you know, there was a wall, and you can see it, all the different layers, the stratification of the soil types. Can you just basically tell our audience what the soil, can you just give us a, a bird's eye view of the, yes. of the soil. When you see the soil here in 600 meter high on the Vulture, you see the many, the many colors of gray, light gray, and black. This color is the many different, the many uh, different eruption of Vulture. Lava, ash, and Lapilli. Lapilli is a little stone lava. Mm. Okay, and sometimes is a brown part. The brown part is the clay and represent when the volcano is uh, dormant, is sleeping. And today the clay is most important because the clay, the, the lava, ash and lapilli draining the water, the raining water, keep the minerality and nutrition facts and the clay stop the water for the plants. The plants don't have never stress hydric. Is a macchina perfetta, as usually I describe my, my soil. <laughs> So do you think there are similarities with wines coming from all other volcanic areas? Like, I don't know, Etna, for example. Are there similarities in terms of the soil structure and then, of course, the wines that, you know, become from these soils? Yes. Uh, the soil is, uh, is uh, yes, is similar and the, the variety not are totally different, but usually uh, the the fir rouge mm -hmm. on the on the volcanic volcanic wine is a, a minerality and the minerality and the elegance because usually on the volcano the weather is very cold and the phenolic component the phenolic maturation is perfect where the uh, is the same on the Etna. On, Etna is on the sea, yes, and the, the variety, the grape is totally different of Aglianico del Vulture. Let me ask you a question. Are there white grape varieties able to thrive, to grow in this area? Here in the past, uh, we have uh, more Malvasia and Moscato. Ah, what kind of Moscato? Moscato, but for the sweet, sweet wine, okay. not for, yeah, or spumante. Mm -hmm. But in the past, in the 1917, in the, in the 10 years, they cut the, the vigna the people here and we don't have uh, they 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 pull the vines because they got money from the yes. European yes. Union yes. right today is only only Alianico del Vulture and uh, we have the uh, influence uh, the Campania influence uh, Fiano Greco or mm -hmm. but uh, today we don't have a typical grape of uh, or white uh, white yeah. grape yeah I was just wondering 
you know so there's right now practically how many how many producers are there of yeah. Alianico del Vultura in the in the consortium today we are 16 but uh, 20 25 uh, producer have a very important structure and they export in the world mm -hmm. uh, and uh, the other are very 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 small uh, they produce only grape uh, and uh, after they put the grape uh, in the in the cantina sociale mm -hmm. so they sell the grapes or or bulk wine yes. right okay yes. all right so of course how, you how many wines do you produce you produce titolo but there are different you have different labels right you did a rosé recently you did one in amphora Right. I produce only Titolo, 25-30,000 bottles, and after I have um, uh, many different uh, colors in the label, uh, with Amphora, Superiore Reserva, and Rosato, but are very small special edition. And uh, for example, uh, Titolo is 25-30,000 uh, bottles, Rosato is 900 bottles, Reserva is 400 bottles. <laughs> And uh, very small quantity. And what about the Amphora wines? It's uh, 900 bottles. But I just saw you, I just saw today that you had ordered additional Amphoras. Yes. So this means you will be increasing yeah. Amphora yes. wines. Because I think uh, it's a, a very, a very good, very good method of, uh, of vinification. Because I start with the first experiment in the two, 2017. And uh, now I decided to, to buy uh, other three amphora and uh, with the four amphora it's possible to produce uh, four thousand uh, four uh, thousand quattro mila four thousand bottles yeah three thousand six hundred yes. at least yeah nearly four thousand exactly. okay exactly. yeah exactly and uh, the amphora is a uh, italian uh, clay and uh, near florence uh, in pruneta and uh, the material of uh, Ardilla is a little bit more porous. Than the ones from, I don't know, Georgia or yeah. the Query or... We are uh, kilometer zero. The very quickly microsigenation have a concentration in the wine and uh, the, uh, the tannin is a, a little bit, uh, a little bit spigolous, but the minerality is a... Uh, is for me, uh, wow. Well, let's taste another wine. All right, so we have now a Reserva, a very small quantity, which you produce 400 bottles per year. Where do you, where do you even distribute these bottles? Because, I mean, obviously, you're only producing 400 bottles. Where, where do they end up? Who gets, has access to this bottle? Um, it's possible to testing this wine in the cellar and uh, it's important uh, for us that you come in, in Basilicata and uh, you visit our cellar and you're testing the special edition because it's more difficult uh, to have this uh, special edition in the restaurant, in the noteca and, uh, and the, the very small, uh, very small uh, quantity of restaurant and enoteca have this wine mm -hmm. and they are very lucky because uh, only 400 bottle is a very small small quantity and um, so what tell us the difference what is the difference between the regular titolo and uh, the Reserva. Reserva uh, aging three years in the wood, in the big wood, 500 liters, tonno, and one year in the bottle before to start uh, to market. And where is Titolo? One year in the barrel and one year in the bottle before to start. And uh, 
for me. But is it always tonneau? I can't remember. No, tonneau and, and uh, barrique. Barrique. Whereas this is just tonneau. Just okay. tonneau. Yeah. When I start, uh, I work with my grandfather, but in the, in the vineyard, mm-hmm. not, not in the cellar. And... Um, for me, it's the most important to, to changing my, my idea of, uh, because uh, the title, okay, today is a classic wine, yeah. but I don't know I work well with my grape uh, and I don't know I have uh, the, the master with my grape because in the past, uh, my family, don't, uh, I don't have the, the anthology in my family to, right, right. Uh, to, to, to confront this, my work uh, today. And uh, is, uh, I'm lucky because when I start, uh, I, I work uh, with my idea. Is, is, I'm lucky for this right, because right. usually in the big family where the tradition is uh, in the last century and in the century before, uh, it's very difficult to, to have an, uh, an idea. And I'm working uh, with my idea. But uh, So you've been working very, very hard to establish yourself and I think you did a fantastic job. You've really put the Anico del Vulture on the map of Italian wine and I think, I think it's... Fantastic. Can you just remind us? So you have Titolo and then you have the Rosé. Superiore uh, is uh, aging. Uh, is it, the difference is in the aging. Is uh, aging uh, two years the Superiore in the, in the barrel, in the, in the tonneau, 500 liters, and one year in the bottle before to start to market. But it's uh, 400 bottles. What would you like to do? What is the next step in terms of wine production for Elena Fucci? What is your vision in, in terms of production line? My my uh, my step uh, notice to increase the the number of bottle mm-hmm. in the quantity. So you you have the capacity because with the with the land that you own the vineyard land, yeah. you can produce up to sixty thousand, but you're yeah. actually producing less than half, right? Yes. So so but you still want to maintain thirty thousand yeah. bottles in yeah. total, yeah. right? Yeah. So what is your vision? Work more for the communication of Vulture and Basilicata because uh, in the 20 years we work, uh, I and uh, the other producer, we work uh, very well because the medium quality in this uh, this, uh, region is very very high today. But the the way, that is the way we start now. And the way is this, to explain uh, in the world Basilicata, Lianico del Vulture, because uh, it's important that the people uh, come in Basilicata. Even myself, I hadn't come to Basilicata in many, many years. So mm-hmm. I, hope, I hope that is true. Mm-hmm. And that is a wrap for now. We've tasted two wines. Titola, of course, the vintage is 2019, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And then, of course, the Reserva. Very special indeed. Titolo, it is the same one except it's Superiore Riserva and the vintage was 2017. Okay, very good. Ciao ragazzi. And by the way, I was listening to Elena Fucci's podcast interview with Xiao Wen. It was a clubhouse edition. We had published it in, in August. If you missed that, please check it out. It's, it's really a great, fun interview as well. So that should also give you a better idea about Elena Fucci. Okay, and that's it from Basilicata. Chin chin.
Thank you for joining us on another installment of On the Road Edition, hosted by Stevie Kim. Join her again next week for more interesting content in the Italian wine scene. You can also find us at italianwinepodcast.com or wherever you get your pods. You can also check out our YouTube channel, Mama Jumbo Shrimp, to watch these interviews and the footage captured of each location. Chin chin! guys i'm joy livingston and i am the producer of the italian wine podcast thank you for listening we are the only wine podcast that has been doing a daily show since the pandemic began this is a labor of love and we are committed to bringing you free content every day of course this takes time and effort not to mention the cost of equipment production and editing we would be grateful for your donations suggestions requests and ideas for more information on how to get in touch go to italianwinepodcast.com